Stop asking love so many questions. Love's got its own problems. This week on the Story Song Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode we walk you through the world of a story song. And this week, there's Cher, there's Madonna, <laughs> and at the top of the woman with one word uh, as her name, or one name, we have Shannon. Yep. Uh, of course. Everyone knows Shannon. You know, I love Iconic. a big dog move. Absolutely. I love a big dog move. I love a power move to be like, I'm one name. Uh, <laughs> and we have... Shannon, that's it. No last name, just Shannon. Uh, but it's Shannon would let the music play. Um, a, a great early '80s dance hit. Um, a great story. And Michael, can you uh, tell us what that story is? I can indeed. Um, let the music play by Shannon is about a lady who meets a gentleman on the dance floor. Uh, we presume that they meet on the dance floor, or they are on the dance floor and they are dancing. Um, she assumes that they're in love, but then when the music changes, so does he, he starts dancing with somebody Uh else and she asks love capital L love what to do. And love suggests just letting the music play and, uh, reassures her that he'll return. And then guess what? What? He does. Oh, that's beautiful. Always trust love. Yeah. Uh, Capital L, lowercase L. Either what a beautiful way. Yeah. sentiment. So I feel like it's also important to mention that in this story, it's not that she's trusting her love and, and that her feelings for this person that he'll come back to them. Within the lyrics and within the story, literal love yes. is like an embodied character. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, she, yeah, it's like capital L. She's talking to capital L love. Yeah. And then also... This is not something she is thinking. According to lyrics, she asks love for advice and love gives it to her. Oh, love like, says it. Outright. Some sort of some sort of supernatural dear Abby. She comes <laughs> back with a with with pieces of advice during this exchange. The so. original the, the original uh song went and dear Abby said, and <laughs> yeah. then but dear Abby couldn't sing, so she was just like let the music play. And they're like Abby, it's not going to work. We're going to go a yeah. different way with it. <laughs> Dear dance floor uh, Shannon in New York. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this letter finds you two weeks after this incident. <laughs> <laughs> we started dancing and love put us into a As soon as we started to move, the music played while our bodies displayed to the dance. Let's start here at the top. So uh, we have Shannon, and we have her object of desire, right? And it says, we started dancing, and love put us into a groove as soon as we started to move. So they're Mm -hmm. dancing, and Shannon's saying that they're not just dancing together. There's some sort of, like, otherworldly connection. Oh, there's something happening. 
They're now in a groove. And as the story starts, like, we are right in it. They are on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's there's right. no preamble to this. So, the, Michael, this goes to your question in, in, when you were telling the story. In, did Is this a first meeting, do you think? Or, or did they know each other and this is just them going dancing and they're falling in love? I, I don't understand. I get the impression that they're just meeting tonight. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, but that. that's that's just my impression. I it's based on literally nothing, so I right. don't know. Um, well, I think I mean for me, I certainly imagine that they have just, just really just this moment, like the moment the song starts. They're he's dancing, she's dancing, and they kind of start dancing together. Eyes yeah. across right? the dance floor, West Side Eyes Story. Eyes across the dance yeah. floor. The, the and, gym scene. Yeah, got it. Right, and my only reason for thinking that, or the only evidence I have is that, is that he then turns and starts dancing with someone else. And if that were not the case, the song wouldn't be like, oh no, love, how can I, how can I have him come back to me? I believe the song would be like, what the F was that? <laughs> my boyfriend just walked away and started, without a word and started dancing with some other woman. So I think they just He drove us met. here. <laughs> yeah, like, well... What's happening right but now? But she's throwing the L word around a lot. Unless, oh, you know oh. what? Is L just the name of the DJ? <laughs> that's wrong. DJ that, that's another possibility. Spinning records. Is, is she just? I mean, is she just like this girl who who like <laughs> I hate this song. Can you play a yeah. different song? And DJ Love is like, let the music play. Just let the music yeah, yeah. play. I'm just imagining like DJ Love. You know, he's got like the one headphone on. He's like trying to listen. Uh, to the next record was playing, and this woman is just at you know at the booth being like, "Hey, that boy, that boy was dancing with me, and then he walked away. What should I do?" And he's like, "Lady, I'm I'm really busy. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> no, know but you. but I love him. He's your love. You're like a I, god I, up there in the DJ booth. You tell me what to do. Yeah. Do you want to request the song? Or? I want to request that he falls in love with me. That's what I want to request. That's he's not, my I'm, he's my soulmate." Okay, I can only, first of all, I can only take, so I request, second of all, you are clearly on something. My name so. is Shannon, and he needs to love me. I'm Shannon. I don't have a last name, okay? And I need you to help me fall in love. Lady, this is I'm my job. Shannon. <laughs> um, so they're in a groove. As love soon as puts they them into move, the groove. Right. The music played while our bodies displayed through the dance. Ooh, steamy. So I th- well, I think what's... Oh, you think they're... When they shoot a display, do you think they're almost like... um, what What's the thing that animals do when they kind of like present for each other? Is that what you're thinking? Uh, I think it's presenting, but no, I was thinking more like Dirty Dancing or the oh, okay. Lamada, not All like right. a peacock preening its feathers. Oh, that makes more <laughs> sense because what I was thinking was that they're like those two annoying people on the dance floor who like take up the entire dance floor. Oh, listen, it could be that, too. (laughs) Just, like, pushing everybody out of the way and just, like, doing, like, big arms and stuff. (laughs) They could be exhausting. (laughs) So, first of all, Rachel, you you know that that I love you. We're good friends. Yes. But I have a family to think about. Okay. I am a law-abiding citizen. Okay. okay? So, on this podcast, in my presence... Never mention the forbidden dance ever again. <laughs> apologies, okay? apologies. I apologize Before- to you. I apologize to the FCC. <laughs> I apologize to everybody. Oh, I don't care about the FCC. I just I'm worried about whatever shadow police uh, 
<laughs> police force that goes around and stops people from doing right. the forbidden dance. It's right or there. As you in the know, name. it is forbidden. Uh, <laughs> that's that's how easy we had it in the '90s. We were worried about dances. Oh, we got to forbid that dance. <laughs> uh, anyway, and we got to make two two separate movies about it. Who does okay. this guy? What do um, they think this is? <laughs> the little town from Footloose. Who's that guy? John Lithgow. Come on. Yeah. Going around forbidding dances. Ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. My God. In fairness, in Footloose, um, they forbade all dances. So the Lombardas right, just won. Right. I mean, Lobata was definitely at the top, though. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. like That was like murder one <laughs> for the Footloose <laughs> right. town. Like, they had, I mean, they were all forbidden, but they also had, like, a strata, you know? Um, so, well, what I was thinking was, so, so, so love is kind of controlling them, right? Then I was sort of thinking what she was saying was that our bodies displayed, like, the music was being displayed to the dance. It was almost like the music was, was like, again, in, like, almost a supernatural way, kind of sure. taking them over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. They were yeah. becoming... They were becoming the music as they yes. were dancing. I agree. But that's I think awesome. that took it the form of being sexy. No. Oh, I, I, Rachel, it is definitely sexy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, and I was thinking it was taking um, the form of being annoying. Well, Right, because you just, think love is annoying, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, like, six one, half a dozen the other. Like, you just know. Uh, taking up too much space on the dance floor. I'm going to say I, this. I mean, I, all, I'm going to say this. All three of us have very different feelings about love and dancing. <laughs> well, <laughs> so if, yeah, if there's a I psychologist mean, out there, uh, do you have a three for one deal? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I say is if it's not choreographed by Jerome Robbins, don't do it. <laughs> I think for you. Yeah. I think it's like between steamy and annoying. It's like six, one half dozen, the other. And like between you and Rachel, it's like that picture where it either looks like a woman with like a big feather on her hat or like an old woman in a chair, like yep. depending on how you look at it. That's right. Uh, so it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. It's just you guys look oh at my it differently. God. Can I tell you, if, if you had to sum up the way Michael and I look at life, you mm-hmm. just did mm-hmm. it, Dan. Well, you did guys, it. Guys, I don't, I don't want to tell you this, but our hour is up. Um, <laughs> pay the receptionist on the way out. Can I make uh, installment plan uh, payments? Thank you. Uh, no. So from up on high, again, the physical embodiment of love is like you two, boom, right? Now, here's the they problem. Got, they got hit by Cupid's arrow. Yeah, they, they made. Hit, mm. Yeah, love made just like tiny little arrow movements. Boop, boop. You two, I feel it. Right. So again, I mean, this is heavy stuff here. Actual love, like the feeling, the feeling that all of us feel in our hearts for the various people in our lives, that thing from up on high is like, you two, you're in love, okay? Boom. Ne- here's the problem. The next line, I thought it was clear. <laughs> the plan was, the plan was we would share this feeling just between ourselves. But when the music changed, the plan was rearranged. He went to dance with someone else. Okay. Oh, man. 
Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you were chosen, the two of you, chosen <laughs> by the physical embodiment of love. You thought it was clear. You thought you knew everything was going on. Then the song changed and he went and danced with someone else. So maybe this wasn't quite as predetermined as you thought it was. Maybe it wasn't quite a setup yeah. by love from up on high as you thought, Shannon. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that, <laughs> that is true. They yeah. danced one song. She's right. like, we're in love. He walked away. She's <laughs> like, I was pretty clear in my body movements that we were in yeah. love and never going to part. I don't know yes. what you need. Do you need a contract in writing? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's sad. I just think the word yeah. plan is kind of awkward there because it's like it's as if she was yes. conspiring with love or with DJ love um, right. mm. before she got to the club. Like that yeah. guy right there is going to fall in love with me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, DJ love, you play the right song. And then DJ love plays a different song. And she's like, this was not part of the plan. DJ love. Yeah. Yeah. It. So for me, the thing is like, it's, it's one thing to be like, okay, we're going to dance to this song for 90 seconds. And within that time, we both have fallen in love. Right. That in itself is pretty crazy. But that's, but beyond that, what she's saying is again, physical embodiment of love from up on high. Pick the two of them to fall in love as part of like her grand love plan. Yeah. And even that, <laughs> the moment the song changed, guy turns around. Here's what I'm saying. Here's my interpretation of this song. Shannon is a crazy person well. because here's what really happens. This guy turns around, dances with Shannon for a little bit. Turns around, dances with some other woman, turns back, and dances with Shannon again. Yeah. He's having a good time. He's on the dance floor at a club. He's dancing with a couple of ladies. Shannon is like, I'm literally talking to love. A plan has been <laughs> right. set up that we are going to be together. Again, we danced for maybe 90 seconds. This is like the ultimate love connection has been made here. Oh, no. The the covenant has been broken. He has turned to dance with another. <laughs> oh no, my betrothed has come back to me. What are what? I mean, what are you talking about? She, I, I do have to say, it is it the saying. Hey, we had a plan here. After just dancing with somebody is probably the most lunatic thing you could you could think of to say to somebody. Yeah. Hey, wh- where yeah. are you going? We had a plan. Lady, I don't even know your name. I don't even know yeah. your last name. My name is Shannon. That's yeah. all you need to know. <laughs> She doesn't know her last name. When he first turns to her, uh, he says, you're a really good dancer. And she's like, I do. He, t- he just turns slightly to the left and suddenly there's a preacher. There who's married. Where, where did this guy come oh, from? Man. Oh, he was sent by love. And to be fair, this is early 80s dance club. Like the song that they were dancing to is probably at least like three hours long. It was a dance mix. They had time to get to know each other and get engaged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to set the scene. He walks away. Does she continue to dance? Does she stop short? Just complete stop herself and look up in the air and ask out loud what love wants her to do, or does she fall to her knees and Falls everybody her around her 
is freaked 100% out. False okay, thank you, Michael. Yep. Thank you. I just needed clarity. You know yes. what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. I can move on from there. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> middle of a busy dance <laughs> she's, floor. She's making a scene. Yep. Shannon yep. is on her knees, screaming to the heavens, <laughs> Love, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I mean, first she finds her light. She's definitely, she's right. going to find the, the spotlight that's right over her. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and she's gonna and she's gonna bump into a couple of people, so they turn around and see her fall to her knees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. That, she'll walk through the crowd and sort of like push people out of the way as she's like wiping tears from her eyes. Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you got to make a scene, you know. Yeah. Um. So, what does love want me to do? But again, she's not asking that in the abstract. No. She is literally asking love. What do you want me to I do? Mean, listen, up to this point in the song, you might think it's abstract. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But guys, <laughs> bring, bring. <laughs> bring, bring. Answer that phone. Who's on the other end? The dancer's oh, love. <laughs> it's love. Because uh, love answers. Love sends a love reply. Love said. Yeah, yeah. Love said, let the music play. He won't get away. Just keep the groove and he'll come back to you again. Now here's a question. Let it play. Somebody says, "Let it play." <laughs> so the question is: Is that Shannon who's yelling to DJ Love in the booth <laughs> yeah. to be like, "Let the music, let it play," where, where he'd be like, "Yeah, obviously I going. You don't have to tell me to keep playing the music. What, what are you doing?" Or is that like Love being like, "Let it play," you know? Yeah. Is she just like is Love like cheering Shannon on? <laughs> Uh, from up on high to tell her, be like, keep keep the groove, girl. Yeah. Keep it going. No, I feel like dance. Love is You'll yelling get... back at her. You'll bewitch him. Like, like Love's kind of sick of her asking. <laughs> right, exactly. Love's just like, let it play. Yeah. Shannon. Just let the music play. What do you want me to do? Uh, what do you want me to do? Okay, fine. Let it play. That's it. That's the rest <laughs> oh, of my let advice Let the music play. He won't get away. But But what should I do? Let it play. Let it play, hey. Shannon. It, is Love saying let it play because Shannon has jumped over the wall into the DJ booth and stopped the music? <laughs> yes, I believe so. She's grabbing so, at the mic and he's like, yeah, no, no, let it play. She's let grabbed play. both records on the turntables. Yes. And stopped them. And Love's like, let it, just let the music play. He won't get away. Let the music play, go back and dance, and he'll come back. Where's he going to go? It's a busy night at Corvette's. You can't, he's not. <laughs> Absolutely. He's not going to go anywhere. He's not going to get away at Chevy's. Um, uh yeah so uh the let the music play oh the other thing I was gonna say was I do like that DJ Love definitely sounds like the fake DJ that would be in like a bad eighties like sitcom oh without a doubt I mean like that's the most like generic possible name of DJ Love um although it does sound like an early eighties DJ back when they like weren't very creative about their about their names um DJ disc jockey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I am. Um, <laughs> so when she's up in the DJ booth and she takes the records off, does she like just put on a romantic ballad or something and be like, you can dance with me now? Oh, I thought, yeah, yeah that, or she just grabs the record and, like into the microphone. She's just like, love had a plan for us. Right, <laughs> <laughs> you see? She turns yeah. off the music, takes the microphone, walks down from the booth and starts singing, there are worse things I can do from Greece." <laughs> <laughs> As she walks towards this guy. Uh, and DJ loves like every week. <laughs> every week with this one. If Jeez only I Louise. could find out her last name, I would report her to the police. But I just can't figure it out. Is she not? Are they not carting anybody here at Chevy's? Come on. <laughs> What's happening? Um. So then, once again, 
Love says, let the music play. He won't get away. The groove he can't ignore. He won't leave you anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> um, oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he can't, he can't ignore that. So the, the groove is, is coming directly from love. Shannon is the vessel and she will bewitch her man again. He cannot ignore her groove. He's going to come on back. He won't leave you anymore. 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 That sounds like that's like a monkey paw wish. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Where he will be with you forevermore. Now Shannon's insanity takes another level because not only is she talking directly to love and believes that love has a plan. She now starts putting stuff on this guy when she says he tried pretending a dance is just a dance, but I see he's dancing his way back to me. I guess he's discovered. We are truly lovers magic from the very start. Cause love just kept me grooving. And he felt me moving, even though we danced apart. Uh, this, uh, these are her vows. These are her <laughs> vows. <laughs> but okay, I love the fact he's like, oh, he tried pretending that a dance is just right. a dance. Yeah, or maybe a dance is just a dance. Like, yeah. I don't know why you have to have this crazy conspiracy theory that he was, like, trying to fake you out by pretending <laughs> that he also didn't feel the the arrow of love come down on him and was fully aware of the plan that love had for the two of them. And he tried pretending he didn't feel it. Yeah, or maybe he was just dancing and, again, turned 30 degrees to the left and started dancing with someone else That's for the right. moment. Um, yeah. Uh, again, I really want to be clear. I believe Shannon is a complete lunatic. Um, <laughs> well, when they were dancing was... together the first time, um, the first thing she says to him is like, this means something. Yeah. Maybe this isn't he just wasn't a dance. Da- yeah. Maybe he wasn't even dancing his way back to her. Maybe that's where the exit is or the bathroom. And he was trying to dance <laughs> past her. And then she just grabbed him and said, you'll never leave me again. It's the no, plan. I mean, Love said. I can... Yes, what did Love say? No, Love, that, oh, oh. I was saying Love said. I, <laughs> the, the, well, I'm Dan saying. wants to know exactly what Love says at all times. Yeah, I don't want to miss anything that Love says. Love said, uh, you'll, whatever Rachel said, you'll, you'll never leave me again. You'll, that was the plan. You'll never walk alone? Yes. What I was going to say was- <laughs> Love's a big Rogers and Hammerstein fan. <laughs> I imagine this guy is doing the, uh, the bit that I've done many times, where I'm carrying the two beers- um, but I got to walk across the dance floor. So I kind of do like a little shuffle, like holding the beers. Yep. I'm like, hey, look at me, guys. I'm dancing across the dance floor as I, <laughs> as I come back over to the other side. So that's probably what's going on. <laughs> um, he's just trying to get across the dance floor, but he feels awkward just walking. So he's just kind of right. doing a little, a little shuffle on his way across the dance floor. Um, the curly yeah. shuffle. So, uh, so, I mean, another possibility is that he turned away uh, to dance with another girl. When while they were dancing, Shannon leaned in and just said, I hear love in my head. <laughs> I talk to love and she answers. Um, 
Because, yeah, this uh, <laughs> I believe Shannon is, again, a crazy person who's hearing voices in her head that are that are talking to her <laughs> and giving her instructions. Now, to be fair, they seem fairly benign. Um, but you never know when these things are going to suddenly oh, turn. Yeah. So. The, uh, somebody who hears that um, you're that love tells them that you are destined with a specific person. I mean, that's a 50, 50 chance of that not going well at all. Oh, I would say it's worse than you 50, could. 50. I mean, listen, Rich, you could I'm try. Just you could, I was trying to give Shannon the benefit of the doubt, but <laughs> sure. You could really get yourself into trouble with somebody who says love told us we're destined to be, be together. Mm-hmm. And then they hand you something and you're like, is this your ear? Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, I mean, again, you know, on the second day when she's like, love told me you would never leave me again, ever. Um, you know, it's just not, it's not it's ideal. Tough. Um, and then cut, yeah, to them ten, cut to them being married for 10 years. And she goes, you know, yeah. love said you would do the dishes this time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why love is so involved in our <sighs> personal lives, in our marriage. This yeah. feels like there's three people in this marriage. You, me, and love. <laughs> I, <laughs> you mean I the love weekend that... DJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love uh in this scenario that the physical embodiment of love uh acts like the mother-in-law in bad six right. sitcoms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, m- love said you were no good. I'm going to go I'm going to go stay with l- love for the week. <laughs> Great, good. I'm going go ahead. We're going go to Mount ahead. Olympus. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, right. Mount Olympus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, okay. So, uh, where the hell was I? Um, uh, well, oh, yeah, he's, start, he's pretending love is just oh, yeah. a dance. He's dancing his way back to me. Um, so we started dancing. So now they're dancing again. This guy doesn't stop dancing. He's I mean, dancing again, with Michael. her. He's dancing with someone else. He's <sighs> dancing back to her, and now he's dancing. He doesn't walk anywhere. No. Well, again, I think he's on the dance floor. And again, Michael, I think this entire song takes place over maybe two minutes. <laughs> right, <laughs> then right. you, the guy's just dancing around a little bit. Um, I mean, but, it, it's, uh, it's in real time. This whole thing happens in real time. Yeah. By the time this song is over, all of these things have happened in real time. Yeah. Um, so we started dancing. Love put us into a groove. So now they're dancing together again. Love put us into a groove. As soon as we started to move, Love said, let the music play. He won't get away. Just keep the groove and he'll go back to you. Let it play. Um, God, it's the he so, won't get away part that's really bone chilling. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the fact that she uses what, the words and that were once truly... again, once again, Rachel sees the old woman in the chair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, based Listen, on I'm our also, analysis, I'm not. I'm also not thrilled about how much how, how quickly she uses the words or the phrase "truly lovers." Yeah, we're truly lovers. Magic from the start. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, thank you. <laughs> it's literal magic has brought us together. Yep. She has a plan I, I mean, and he won't get away. This is getting weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her her plan is to shove him in her trunk uh, <laughs> once they get outside. Yeah, that's it. And he won't get away from that. Definitely not. Not when, he, not when she brings him up to her secluded cabin in the woods. Right. To do God this knows like, what. This is all starting to read like a like a confession, <laughs> <laughs> or like a, like a police statement or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Love gave me yeah, duct this, tape. You, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, you, you, you just you have to imagine while she's telling telling this, 
while she's reciting these lyrics, she's in a white uh, interrogation room with uh, a good cop and a bad cop, right. uh, both sipping coffee, listening to, uh, you know, the the Shannon killer uh, spill her guts. <laughs> yep. About how this happened. Um, yeah, so that's it. And then Love love continues to reassure her, just saying, like, let the music play. He won't get away. Just keep the groove and he'll come back to you. Um, great story. This this song is about five minutes long, as Michael mentioned earlier. Yep. There's various versions, but the one I listened to today uh, goes on and on. I mean, not that I'm complaining because this beat is a dynamite. Yeah, listen, I, this song's amazing. Yeah. This song's I am great. currently dancing just to the thought of it. Uh, in my head, not even hearing the music, I'm I'm moving around in my seat. But uh, yeah, yeah, great there's song. a there's a couple of versions, like a like an extended version with a big instrumental part at the beginning. It's uh it's just it's just good. You know what? Can't help but dance. Love or no, no love, you can't. I I I feel for that guy. You can't stop dancing when this song is on. That's very true. I mean, try it. I, I, love dares you. <laughs> try it. Try not to dance. I mean, I definitely had a similar scenario to this song in eighth grade. So I know where <laughs> I know where Shannon's coming from. There was there was magic in that gym uh, that 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 early evening. So I know where she's coming from. But uh, all right, uh, anything else on this song? No, just before it, we move on. It, to be clear, it is an amazing song, despite our yeah, <laughs> despite our our interpretation that she might be a crazy dance Michael. floor murderer. Michael, I don't know what makes you think that those two things are <laughs> exclusive from each other. That is a great song by a yeah. lunatic. Put your hands together. I am Absolutely. there for it. That's you got chocolate in my peanut butter. Wait, <laughs> you're both right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I couldn't ask for more than that. No, nope. I've just I've always thought like you know ever since I first heard this song, I was listening to the lyrics. I was just like, great song, very romantic. She's just a little intense. That's she just got to she got to pull it back like 10%. Like I <laughs> I appreciate she likes this guy, but we go immediately from we're dancing for a couple of seconds to like we are truly lovers for for all time. So yeah. um, Well, it's it's also another one of those songs that kind of falls under the category of yes, this is a story song because when you right. hear it, all you're hearing is let the music play. It's very all she wants to do is dance. There's yeah. there's something else going on, and then like the more and more you listen to it, you kind of think like, wait, who said let the music play? <laughs> yeah, there's something going on here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, speaking of that, do you want to do expanded universe? Always sure for this song, uh, Michael. What do you got? Um, I think that it could be related to a couple of things. Um, you know, as dance clubs go. This could, I think this is definitely like early 80s New York. Um, Maybe it's the Copacabana. All right. As now it's a disco, but not for Lola. That's a thing. Now it's a disco. Yes, now it's a disco. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as we know, uh, Lola is in the corner drinking herself half blind. So I'm just saying this might be a magnet for crazy people. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Uh, Totally. I mean, it might be, you know, pulling them in 40 years earlier. There was a murder on that dance floor. So, (laughs) and I mean, maybe Lola is love. Maybe she's the the one just whispering to Shannon. Oh, my God. My God. He won't get away. This crazy old drunk lady is like, listen to me. I'm love. Please <laughs> you let keep that... dancing. He'll come back to uh, you. Please let that be the case. Like, Tony got away. He I won't get this. away. I love this. 
You take advice from me, love. (laughs) Other possibility, maybe Shannon's the downstairs neighbor from Knock Three Times. Tony Orlando can hear her dancing. So maybe she's just getting ready to go out to the clubs. She frenetically dances. She goes crazy. She frantically dances. I feel sad for Tony Orlando then, if that's the case, because she clearly likes the other dude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> I'm just taking a moment to feel bad for Tony Orlando, like I always do. Isn't that? I'm allowed to do that. He's doing fine. I mean, I, somehow, <laughs> somehow, like Ty Yellow Ribbon is intertwined in there, and and at the end, he's happy, and the whole bus is cheering. So it it works out for him. Got it. Okay, thank you. And the other possibility is like the fact that this guy is dancing everywhere. Is is he our hero from Bust a Move? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, that's a good <laughs> possibility. Like this is like his side of the story is bust a move. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Some girls are sadistic, materialistic. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They're they're trying to suck you in. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and trap you. Yep. Yeah, and uh, love is trying to to help these people. I like uh, it. Yeah, definitely. Or maybe Young MC yeah, is it. love because you know what to do. Just bust a move. That's right. Saying, Listen, that's well, his I mean, way of saying let the music play. Michael, we've already laid down that Lola is love. That's true. And I, 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 I actually really enjoy that. Death, unless <laughs> if anybody says anything otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let him go. I away. live on top of a mountain. <laughs> I'm a god. <laughs> My boyfriend was killed. Um. <laughs> all right. Right here. Right where you're falling to your knees. <laughs> Let's uh, we take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey everyone, you're invited to Harpy Harpy Hour. I'm Tracy. I'm Liz. I'm Steph. We are the Harpies. And Harpy Hour is our new podcast featuring ridiculous stories in history, science, and entertainment. 
Were you ever suspicious that pigeons were secretly spying on you? How do you know who to eat first if you survive a shipwreck? Do problematic musicals send you into an uncontrollable rage? If so, then Harpy Hour might be your new favorite podcast. That's H-A-R-P-Y for Harpy, and new episodes air every Tuesday wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on all social media at Harpy Hour Pod. And check us out on harpyhourpodcast.com. Okay, bye! All right, we're back. It's time for Story Behind the Story. How did this, uh, how did this song come to be? What's the story behind the story? Uh, Michael... <laughs> That was a good, uh, good intro. That was thank you. Good, thank good you. explanation of what we do at this part. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a professional, you guys. So, uh, Michael, tell us the story. How'd the song come to be? So, let the music play was, um, as we said, recorded by Shannon, and it was written by Chris Barbosa and Ed Chisholm. Um, mm-hmm. so, all right, I got a question for you guys. Uh-huh. Ready? When would you assume that this song was released? I always thought it was released like mid, like 86, 87. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I know the answer, Michael. Oh, well then um, I'm not talking about Oh no, no, what again. I was going to say was, no, no, what I was going to say was, <laughs> your, the premise of your question is good though, because it does feel like it's later. This, this is definitely a bellwether for where this kind of pop music was going to go. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and it's, it's. Um, I mean, it's maybe only like a year or two uh, difference, but this, so I always put this in a category. I don't know quite how to describe it. This is sort of like a, um, the sound of this is almost removed is like the only word I can think of or, or okay. because this, well, this reminds me, I put this in a category with like, yes, uh, it's pronounced jazz. <laughs> no, no. So it's just like, yeah. Or like, um, or like, I can't wait by new shoes. There's that very sort yeah. of like, um, electronic, but but I don't know how to describe it. it. Just it feels sort of like, almost like a robot made it. Like, right. but not in a bad way. But it just sort of it has that sort of sound. So which I do associate with the later '80s, like '86, '87. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you, are are you going to keep me in suspense or uh, do I get to know when this thing came out? I'll tell you eventually. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. No. So I always assume that this song was from like 87, 88, maybe 89. I was very surprised to find out the song was released October 24th, 1983. And That's... it's. Besides the fact that it's a great song. Yeah. It's a surprisingly big deal. Um. So it was a hit at the time of its release, uh, reached number one on the uh, Billboard Dance Club songs chart, uh, number mm-hmm. eight on the Hot 100, and number two on the R&B chart. It went to number 14 in the UK, number 12 in Canada, and number 62 in Australia. Uh, and Michael, I think you failed to list one, which would it was number one with uh, junior high dance DJs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think yes. it still is. Pretty sure For it still like is. For like decades. From- from 1986 to 1992, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so um, in the early 1980s, uh, Chris Barbosa, who's one of the songwriters, was working as a mobile DJ in the in the Bronx, um, which I think is just somebody who just plays songs on his phone. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Tough well, job a back big, then. That was a big thing back then was they would have all these big block parties and right. these guys would go around being DJs for the block parties and they became like local celebrities. Yeah. And that's sort of where hip hop came out of was that was a big part of it that they would play the songs. People would talk over the, you know, instrumental parts and that kind of grew and grew and grew until rapping and then the rest is history. But yeah, that right. was that was a huge deal back then. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, he was working as a reporter for uh, WKTU in New York. And as a reporter, he would communicate with the clubs and the record companies and then report back to the station what was being played so they could create their playlist from that. Mm. And w, I mean, WKTU now is a big dance station. I assume it was. Right. I think it was at the time. Well. But yeah, I mean, like now it's considered the dance station in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he and another mobile DJ uh, would go to record companies and get promotional records. And people at a label called Emergency Records thought that the two of them were funny. So like anytime Aww. they would be, you know, um, they would visit Emergency Records, they'd be like the funny guys. Um, you know, funniest <laughs> people, <laughs> funniest people in the office. Um, and so they said, hey, you guys should make a rap, a rap record. But why not a why not a comedy record? Well, I mean, in the early '80s, I mean, I, rap was relatively new, I guess. Right. I mean, this is just but, what I I mean. And there were a lot of like novelty comedy rap songs. That was the era did, of Rap and Rodney and right. Did they think it was Monster funny, Mash though? rap? Did they think they were funny, or did they think that it was funny that they were asking for all these promotional records? I think they were. They thought they were like funny guys. Oh, like literally. They funny. amused them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like a clown? What is, what is <laughs> clowns to you? Was Chris Bobo said a clown to you? <laughs> um, so, and also it's, it's the era where I think it's, I don't know that record companies would, I, I think it was just like they were looking for like a novelty rap song. Got because it. Because rap at the time I don't think is what it would become, you know? Right. They would, it would just be, you'd go there, state your name, and say what you were there to say. <laughs> right, right. And then I guess complain about homework or something. Um, Chris Barbosa began writing an instrumental track called Fire and Ice to uh, play during his DJ gigs. Um, and he played it for the producer of that was working on his rap record uh, named Mark Liggett. Uh, and he thought it was a much stronger song and asked why they were wasting their time with a rap record uh, when he should pursue Fire and Ice. Wait, what was the difference? What, why can Fire and Ice, Ice not be a rap record? They were just two different... He was working on two different songs. I'm I just, don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying Mark Liggett seems uh, very, uh, you know... Well, I mean... gotta be so judgmental. Well, but I mean, I think at the time, I mean, this is the early 80s, I think rap probably is a fad, or at least people are... That's what people oh, think. Oh, maybe. So it's like, why are you wasting your time on this thing that's not going to exist? Not in a six market months? for it and things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's so. true. Okay. So the producer um, asked if he could have a songwriter friend put lyrics to it, at which point he gave the track to Ed Chisholm, um, who wrote a song called Love Put Us in a Groove. That song <laughs> became or got renamed. Uh, they named it after the hook of the song, which was. Anyone? 
Let the music play. There it is. He won't get, he won't away. get away. Well, I only laugh because Love Put Us Into a Groove is such a like late 70s disco title. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's true. It's like almost, uh, again, that almost sounds like a parody that you would make up for like, you know, some fake disco song right. in a sitcom. <laughs> but. You got that brand new record you love. Love Put Us Into a Groove. Yeah. And then, and it's just like some like really like, you know, simple beat. Yeah. It's just like boop, boop, boop. And like everyone's dancing to it like it's a real song because they don't want to have to pay for like an actual <laughs> song. It's some like yeah. needle drop track. All I'm picturing is the birthday episode of One Day at a Time. Mm. Um, That sounds like the record that they would be dancing to because yeah, there was yeah, a lot sure, of really right. sad dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bonnie Franklin escaped into her bedroom to do like a series of 25 minute long monologues. Mm. <laughs> it's a really good episode. Um, so when they had the track, they auditioned vocalists for it. And the first person to audition was Shannon. And they were like, you know what? We are lazy. Uh, so first person to the door, you got the job, whatever. Who cares? Hi, my name is Shannon. Forget it. Don't even say your last name. I don't care. (laughs) You're on. That's why they just cut her off. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't know her last name. When it came time for the the album, they're like, oh, we never found out that girl's last name. I uh, just say it, Chad. Whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Get it? What do we write on the checks? Parent cash. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make it out to cash. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and her original album was the album cover originally just said cash on it. Yeah. <laughs> is that your? Is that the artist's name? No, that's just who we send yeah. the checks to. You can no. you can call me Shannon. Uh, so Shannon was born Brenda Shannon Green on May 2nd, 1958 in Washington, D.C. Uh, she grew up in Brooklyn and attended York College. And while she was at school in New York, um, she was a member of the New York Jazz Ensemble and singing with the band, which was when she auditioned for the song. Nice. Um, so as I said, it was released on October 23rd, 1983. And by June of 1984, both the album and the single were soda- certified gold by the uh, RIAA for sales of more than a half a million units. Nice. Mm, Very nice. It was nominated for a Grammy in 1985 at the 27th Mm. Annual Grammy Awards uh, for Best Female. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes. If it was released in 83, why is it at the 85 Grammy? The Grammys are kind of weird. Like, their timetable is a little bit off. So, like. Grammys. Seriously, Grammys. I am so done with you. (laughs) Look, Grammys. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's, I think it's like a year or maybe more than a year long period. So it'll be like <laughs> September of like, I, like September of 83 through September of 84 mm-hmm. are now the 85 Grammys. Yeah, it's like people are allowed like to get enrolled into school. It's like, well, you know, it, is your child right. 12? Yeah. But did they turn 12 this year? Did they turn 12? You know, which part right. of the year did they turn 12 in? Yeah. yeah. No, it's very easy to follow. It's, you know, it's September uh, 83 to September 84, except you skipped every 3rd January. <laughs> right. And then if it was released on a Tuesday, then you have to go ahead four more years. Uh, right. Grammys. That's called a leap day. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is actually kind of rough because I think the release date for most um, albums and singles at that time was a Tuesday. So, yeah. There you go. Just, it was <laughs> And the winner is, this is just an empty envelope. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. No, no, no apparently no songs are released this year, uh, according to our timetable. Uh, Maybe we should yeah, this, eliminate this year Mondays? our timetable. Yeah. 
This year, our timetable was a random Monday from 12.05 a.m. to 12.15 a.m., and no songs were released during that time. So there's, uh, there's, we don't have a show. Sorry, everybody. That's how the uh, uh, Starland Vocal Band got uh, Best New Artist. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's they right. Just, they slipped in there. <laughs> that's when their album came out. It was... I mean, I, th- I thought that was a terrible time to release an album, but shows what I know. Here we are. We're the best new artists. <laughs> really good planning on the part of their record company. I mean, I'm in Starland Vocal Band, and I don't even like this group. So, <laughs> um, so it was nominated for a Grammy for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance. Uh, she was mm-hmm. nominated against Patty Austin for the album Patty Austin, Shaka mm-hmm. Khan for I Feel For You, uh, Tina oh, Turner sorry. for Let's Stay Together, Denise Williams for Let's Hear It For The Boy. What? Mm. And can anybody Good guess who group. the winner was? Uh, it better be Denise Williams, or I'm throwing my headphones I mean, down and we walking are, out. Yeah, we already spoke about Footloose. Isn't that from Footloose? Oh, yeah. it's definitely yeah, yeah. Footloose. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, in fairness, these are all amazing songs. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, Patty Austin got nominated for an album, um, but the winner was Shaka Khan. I'll take it. Yeah, come yeah. on. Oh, I feel for you is a great so song. so good, though. That's oh. a good song. Yeah. Bow. Yeah, yeah. Bow. That's the beginning. Another another one ahead of its time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wow. Yeah. That does seem like a much later song. Is she in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? She was nominated this year, right? Or recently? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. And the th- you guys keep you guys keep talking. I'll figure it out. <laughs> and the thing with uh, "I Feel for You," you know who wrote that? Yes, Prince. So everything about that song is ahead of its time and amazing. Let the music play peaked at number eight on the Hot 100 the week of February 25th, 1984. So just to kind of show you like what how groundbreaking this song was at the time the other songs that surrounded and surrounded it in the top 10 were an innocent man by billy joel wrapped around your finger by the police uh billy joel was 10 police were nine um nobody told me by john lennon was seven joanna by cool and the gang was six thriller by michael jackson was five girls just want to have fun by cindy lopper was four 99 Luft Balloons by Nina was uh, three. Karma uh, Chameleon. Balloons. What? Luft I just balloons. said Luft Balloons. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Karma Chameleon by Culture Club was two, and Jump by Van Halen mm. was one. Uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a great week. Yeah, it's a pretty that's solid a, that week. That's a good week. That's, that's a solid. solid. Week. Yeah, yeah. But as far as yeah. like, I mean, look at the, the songs that would be like dance songs. I mean, right. Girls Just Want to Have right. Fun. I mean, obviously, an innocent man. Right. Huge, <laughs> right. Right. Huge in the dance clubs yeah. uh, in New York. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Girls just want to have fun. I mean, I guess 99 Luft Balloons. Yeah. And yeah, Karma Chameleon. Chameleon. I mean, yeah, but Karma they're Chameleon. all. Joanna is, sl- Joanna is a slow jam. Yeah. Joanna's a slow jam. I mean, Thriller. It's thriller, still hard yeah. to imagine people dancing to Thriller, but I mean, I right. guess it happened, right? Yeah. They must have. Um, there must have been awesome in like the early 80s. When Thriller would come on in the in the uh, club, and everyone had to stand silently for the thirty seconds right. of uh, 
haunted house special <laughs> effects that happen at the Listen, top. Just like ha- the creak you- and chains rattling. And everyone's like, I guess we'll get a drink until the actual song yeah, starts. Have you never been at a party where they played Thriller? It comes no, on and then you just times. sit there sort of like pacing, like <laughs> just shifting your weight from foot to foot until it oh. starts. <laughs> kind of look, looking at each other like, I guess we don't have enough time for a conversation. So I don't know what we should do. At yeah, some yeah. point, the Let's record company to... must have been like, God, we need like a radio editor of this or something. Right, right. I mean, well, first of all, I don't know if MJ would have allowed that, but... No, I mean, there, yeah, there is again, a single like, version. I mean, at the, the number of times at Halloween parties, people would just stare at each other while a werewolf howled in the background, <laughs> just yeah. waiting for the song to start. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Shaq Khan was snubbed. She was, not, she was nominated for the Rock and Roll of Fame, did not get in. That's crap. Yeah, that is she should be in there. Absolutely. Um... But yeah, so like a lot of the, even the dance songs at the time were either a little bit more disco, they were a little bit more new wave. There was nothing that sounded like this in the top 10. Right. Yeah, no. And it was, it was showing the way to the next thing. Yeah. So, um, let the music play is considered the first hit of the freestyle genre, um, which Mm. combined synthesized dance music, synthesized percussion. Um, Mm -hmm. it's almost like that, like a, think of like. 80s breakdancing music that type of sound uh-huh yeah no i need and i can see here the the artists you have listed are much better examples than the ones i was bringing up <laughs> yeah um yes so expose yeah yeah expose brenda k star lisa lisa and cult jam stacy q um brenda k star mm-hmm. the um the comic book heroine yep. right yep yeah the yep. comic strip yep. heroine okay uh she lived now, right next door to apartment 3g she, <laughs> she she jumped out of the newspaper and started performing right. 80s dance music. Right. Um yeah, no, Lisa's in the Cold Jam, perfect example. Yeah. Of uh that that whatever that sound is, I guess it's the freestyle genre. Um but yeah, whatever that sound is, that's a perfect example of that. The Exposé songs are are good examples. Um Point of No Return, Let Me Be the One. Those mm. are those are good examples of freestyle. To show you what a big deal this song was, freestyle music was also known as the Shannon sound. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. How did Barbosa feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I mean, depends depends on if the checks were clear. Yeah, I think I <laughs> yeah, think I'm gonna I think that's he's true, doing just true. fine. But did she have another hit though? Yes. Was this the only one? Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up and let you and let you continue. <laughs> And and those are songs that you've probably heard of. Like I think the the biggest of those songs, or or certainly the one that's lasted the longest, is "Give Me Tonight." Dan will put a clip on it in it about it uh, right here, so I'll listen to it when the right. when the episode comes out. <laughs> no, here. Uh, <laughs> oh, Wait, no, I would put it. I would oh, put okay. it here. Don't tell me what to do. Okay. Do not tell me what. To do. Oh, that song. All right, okay. All, all, all right. All right. I'll put it there. I'll put it I'm there. excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for when this episode comes out and I can remember that song. I don't have any other way to figure out what that song is. Rachel. You don't listen to this show. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> uh, 
Do we still put like, these got... things out? <laughs> no, I listened, I'm not I listened to that one episode. What was that one episode you guys did? Uh, yeah. It was pretty it was good. Great. It was good. It was I wanted about the night the lights went out or something. Yeah. I'll say this. You, it was recorded well. I could hear it. You could definitely <laughs> hear everything you guys were saying. Um. All right, Michael. Thank you, uh, for that amazing history on the Shannon sound. I always love. I feel like you know, it was this song. I didn't know anything about it. I knew. I knew the the name of the artist. Didn't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. So always such a rich history when we do these things. I love it. It's always crazy. so much to learn. That's true. Yeah, um, it's it's always fun to find a song that like. Oh, I've always really liked this song. Oh, this song is really important <laughs> in music history. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot. Of, yeah. Obviously, it's really important in music history, and that's that's definitely an exciting thing. It's also like just so funny how it's like you know, I mean, you don't know where this stuff comes from, and it's right. like this guy met this guy. You know, it's always like this sort of long, complicated story, especially for something like this. So yeah. yeah, it's great. By the way, I looked up uh, WKTU uh, radio station here in New York, and uh, it is a very long history, so I will not go into it. Change <laughs> call letters about twelve times uh, between 1940 and 1990, whatever. So, Yikes. Uh, but anyway, all right, um, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with lessons learned. There's only one thing missing from the Story Song podcast: pictures. You can fix that by following us on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. You'll find album covers of the songs we've done, behind-the-scenes photos, new episode announcements, and more. Get the full experience. Follow Story Song Podcast on Instagram. All right, we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, Michael, let's start with you. What lesson did you learn from Let the Music Play? I learned that if you go out to a dance club one night and you see a woman sitting at the corner of the bar, um with faded feathers in her hair. <laughs> um, and if she's sitting there so refined and drinking herself half blind, get away from that woman because she's going to be talking to you all night and she's going right. to be giving you really, really bad advice. Because yes. you don't know this, but she lost her youth and she lost her Tony and now she's lost her mind. Right, mm-hmm. right. You don't know, but you don't have that backstory. So... All you know is you think that she's love. Yeah. 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 Don't call her love. Her name's Lola. She's going to say, oh, my name, um, my name's love. She's not love. Yeah. You, when you go to this dance club, don't fall in love. That's, that's the big takeaway. <laughs> that's true. Well, and that's the thing, because you got to remember, this is like a, a loud club, so it's hard to hear. So what Lola said was, hello, love. And uh, she was like, what'd you say? You're love? Okay, great. I, I'll take all the advice you got. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I would say the lesson that I learned mm-hmm. is, um, going out to a club, be sure you put on like a nice suit and a jacket and make sure that jacket is lined with magic chain mail so that when Cupid's arrow comes at you, you're going to want, you're going to block that. Okay? Yes. Cause the woman that you're dancing with, she's going to fall madly in love, but you can turn away and start dancing with other people. So it's really important to make sure that you have protection from the literal, Greek gods who are going to try to mess with you in affairs when you're out of the club. Yes. Like, you know, second, like make sure you have, you know, protection, make sure you have a designated driver. But the main thing is make sure because the Greek gods will mess with human beings just for fun. So you want to make sure that you have protection. From no, Dan, that's uh, not that's part of important. the plan. Right, right. Sorry. 
Rachel, what lesson did you learn from this song? Well, I learned that if you are a DJ in the early 80s, um, you want your DJ booth really high up and completely <laughs> enclosed so no yeah. crazies get to you. Yeah. Um, you just got to take that precaution on you because you're going to, everybody's going to think that you are, that you have every answer to every question mm. they have. And yeah. that's, that's not the case. You're just, you're just spinning tunes, man. That's what your life is about. Your life isn't about love or giving advice. It's about spinning tunes. Yeah, but if your booth is too high up, are people going to think that you're Cupid? Well, that's why, yeah, that's what the arrows are for, just so that they're... <laughs> yeah, to keep them away. Shoot them. To keep them shoot away. Them down. You know what? Now I yeah. can see the issues. Yeah, you're up high, <laughs> like you're on, a, like, Mount Olympus. You're shooting arrows. This, okay. I understand. I see yeah. where I I've been I hit wrong. by Cupid's arrow. Nope, that's a crossbow. I, yeah, I see where the computer's coming in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, pros and cons of being a DJ in the early 80s. Uh, con, people trying to climb into your booth and attack you. Pro, a lot of names still available. So you can, right. you can grab <laughs> yes. an easy one. You want DJ Love? You've got DJ Love. You got it. You're yeah, the only yeah. one. Yep. You're the that's only right. one. You that's got right. it. You were, the, you were the first one to get there. Um, you're like the, you're like the, you know, the person who is John Smith at AOL.com. Right. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Story Song Podcast. Um, if you could, we'd appreciate it if you would follow us on the socials like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been the Story Sign Podcast. Like I said, I'm Dan Mackery. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Cassell. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. Rachel, what did you learn from this song? Okay, I need one second because my cat has decided to attack this box. <laughs> <laughs> she won't leave it alone. Hold on. Can you get the fuck out of this, here? No, this... All right. I mean, this is an interesting lesson. Uh, Hold on. It's not what I was expecting, but yeah. I like the little the little play we're doing. Sorry. No, it's okay. That's why I like said nothing during your lesson, Dan, because I was like, well, maybe at least he can like cut my track because she was like playing with it first and then she almost knocked it over. <laughs> okay. I love it. Oh, my Jeez. God. Um, <laughs> and she's on the couch now looking all pissed off. Okay. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 